1: Source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 1160 AM. Welcome everyone to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News, and as always, we got a lot of ground to cover in the fastest 60 minutes of radio. As we attempt to actually try to slow things down, help you divide the rage from the reason, elevate the conversation, and help you make the news make sense as we try to connect all those dots today. Uh, And there's so much going on that uh, we don't even have time for an intro. We're going to get right to it. Uh, Very pleased to welcome on the line our good friend Jason Perry, uh, who heads the Hinckley Institute of Politics up at the University of Utah. He is also uh, our tag team partner, Deseret News, Hinkley Institute of Politics, uh, does regular polling here in the state uh, with our independent pollster friend Scott Rasmussen. And we have new poll results coming out today. Jason, thanks for joining us.
2: Well, wow, boy, it's always great to be with you.
1: <laughs> this is uh, this is like kid in the candy store stuff for uh, for the the geeks of polling and uh, and numbers. And uh, to me, this really marks the beginning of the fall campaign. Uh, and so, we're going to slowly roll that out as we go through the week. But we're going to start uh, with the fourth congressional race, is one that many are looking at, and uh, not just here in the state of Utah, but really across the country. Uh, as you have uh, Ben McAdams in his first reelect, which is always uh, the most challenging, I think, for a member of Congress, uh, and his challenger, Burgess Owen. Uh, and so let me uh, give you the top line numbers, uh, Jason, as we've been going uh, through this over the weekend as the poll uh, closed out and wrapped up. And uh, then I'll have you respond. So uh, first, the, uh, the question, uh, if the election for Congress were held today, for whom would you vote? And currently it is uh, Burgess Owens with 35%. And uh, Ben McAdams also at 35 percent. You have uh, John Molnar, the Libertarian candidate, at 4 uh, percent. Jonia Broderick, the United-Utah Party at 2 percent. And then a big number here, uh, really the difference maker, is the 24 percent that are not sure. Uh, so, Jason, give me a first reaction to this fourth congressional district polling.
2: Well, this is just so interesting, and, and boy, I'm so happy that we're doing this polling with you and the Deseret News, because this is our first real look at this fourth congressional race, which is always just a really difficult, highly competitive district. And uh, these numbers are just you know, a little bit surprising, even. Uh, that uh, it's tied at this particular point because you and I just loved d- diving these numbers. I was kind of curious when looked back and said, how, how unique is it that we're seeing such a close race right now? And went all the way back to some polling that we did in October of 2018 between Ben McAdams and me, love Ben. Boy, do you may remember, they were tied in that poll at 46%. Right. <laughs> so so it, it shows that this is just a highly, highly competitive district. And so we really shouldn't be completely surprised that it's it's tied at this point but this district can go either way and it's more than just about what side of the aisle that you're on
1: yeah so true and uh, one of the things that struck me looking at uh, looking at the numbers uh many uh, across the country uh, as i was talking with our our uh, other tag team partner scott rasmussen looking at the polling uh he said you know utah really could be an interesting bellwether this year is that what this is telling us, or is this just the way it's always going to be in that fourth congressional race
2: well, Utah seems to find its own way, which is interesting. Uh, our, our candidates uh, in Utah that win uh, do not usually find the successful path by tying their their their, their ship to some other national political figure or what's happening in other parts of the country. Utahns tend to find their own way, and they pick their own their candidates in a unique unique way as well. In this district, there are just so many different factors that it's hard in my mind just to say if you win the fourth district. That's what we're going to see around the country. It just hasn't played out that way in this district historically. Utah is is different in a lot of ways. And in this one, it's not just, hey, Republicans are are leading the charge or Democrats are. It's about other things in this district, too. I mean, that's the core. It's more about that middle. Yes. Which is what's interesting.
1: Yeah. And I think that middle is actually going to play out, interestingly, across the country. Uh, This kind of this movable middle group, center left to center right, which I think really describes the fourth congressional district in a in a unique way. Uh, If you're just joining us, we've got uh, Jason Perry on the line with us from the Hinkley Institute of Politics. We are talking polling. Deseret News Hinkley Institute polling just uh, out as we speak uh, and, uh, let's, let's break down some of the numbers just a little bit, uh, looking at the, uh, favorability ratings is always interesting to look at, uh, starting with current representative Ben McAdams, uh, he has a, uh, 19%, uh, very favorable, 25%, uh, somewhat favorable. So he's looking, uh, in the, the mid forties there in terms of his rating. Very interesting to me was that, uh, Ben McAdams still has 24% uh, of the members of the fourth congressional district, uh, that don't know or don't have an opinion of him.
2: Yeah. So that is a really interesting number. So if you start looking overall, 45% favorable, 32% unfavorable, which is where Ben McAdams is. Uh what's, what's unique is is exactly what you pointed out just a moment ago. I'm going to put this 24 percent of not sure in that category of that middle ground that has to be claimed mm. in this fourth congressional district. Now, it's not like people don't know him. They're just not sure right now if they're going to be going for Burgess Owens or Ben McAdams. In in this race, I'm going to, I'm going to say it, it comes down to the tailwinds. Yeah. Ben McAdams caught a huge tailwind uh, in 2018 with medical marijuana, other factors. Burgess Owens is going to have to capture that, but I think this 24% kind of represents sense that that movable middle that you have been so so you know great at talking about that he's that Ben is going to have to win over by some by some issue or by some major event happening in the country in Washington D.C. that gets those those voters
1: very interesting now let's shift over to uh, Burgess Owen I think uh, as the uh, challenger he has to be pleased uh, being tied at this point in the program his favorable and unfavorable is interesting uh, 20% favorable 22 somewhat so 42% on the favorable side uh, his unfavorables are are pretty small, but the the big number for him is there are thirty five percent that either don't know or don't have an opinion yet. He hasn't been able to again stake that claim.
2: Well, that that's what he has to do. You are so right about that. So that is a a really big number uh, of people who are not sure about Burgess Owens, which you might think is you know perfectly understandable. He's he's not been a big name in the state of Utah. He's had a little bit of a national platform where people know him there his career as a professional football player, too. A segment of people know him there. But he has to start connecting with that group here and, and try to win them over. Because 35% leaves a lot of ground. But that is also sort of people in the middle, which is uh, which is what the candidates have to do. We know who's on the on the far right. We know who's on the far left. Neither one of these is are, are really going to lose those people. But they really are going to have a little bit of a, a difficult time trying to be the one that wins with that group. And that not sure is a group that Burgess Owens is really going to have to go
1: after yeah so fascinating and and also just an interesting thing uh, give me a quick comment on this one uh just noticing that that the libertarian candidate has four percent uh and the united utah uh, party candidate has uh, a couple of points there uh is this one of those where they again if it's a super tight race could that extra couple of percentage from the libertarian candidate and the united utah candidate could that end up making the difference in a tight race uh, come
2: november well, every single percentage point does matter in a race like this, particularly when you are when you kind of go into this in some kind of tie, because I think it's going to stay very close all the way through November. So I, it's interesting to see even the Libertarian candidate up at 4% already. So some of these are people, you know, they're warning people over, or it's just none of the above uh, is, are those kinds of candidates. But I, I think that we'll probably not see those numbers change a lot. But uh, when you are in a, a statistical tie, which we are right now, you cannot try to win those people over. You cannot uh, take them for granted, particularly when you're looking at another 24% of Utahns who have not made up their mind. They're going to, and I think they're going to participate in record numbers. So let's see. I'm so curious about that one. Yeah, that's right.
1: Uh, and I think it will be uh, really interesting. And the 4th District is such an interesting one in the state. It's always hotly contested. It's always close. Uh, and so as you look to the fall, uh How do you think what do you think are going to be the the big things that the Owens campaign is going to go after? Where do you think the McAdams campaign is going to go to try to claim that 24 percent that's uh, just not quite ready to commit yet?
2: Well, in this district, it is it ends up being a little bit of a race to the middle uh, because that's who they have to get Uh, in, in, in 2018 election cycle, for example, Ben McAdams. I think he got like 96 percent of all the Democrats and another 15 percent of the Republicans. But a big chunk of his support came from those independents and those unaffiliated voters. And they were showing up, it seems, from the polling for a cause, for something they cared about. Uh, in that case, it was there were multiple ballot initiatives people were interested in. Medical marijuana was another one. So I think for these candidates, if you're talking about Burgess Owens. He has to connect with that middle ground and he has to he has to make himself known because he is not right now. What does he stand for uh, in terms of the local issues, the things we care about that you can represent us in Washington, D.C.? And I think a big part of that is going to be uh, issues surrounding COVID-19, the pandemic response, and what the federal government is doing, because I think it's going to be a, a contributing, a huge contributing factor to what happens in November. So I think that's what he tries to claim. Uh, for Ben McAdams, it's still that that middle right now. Without that tailwind, the tailwind that I was just talking about, right. some of these propositions and things like that, he's going to have to find some issue right there that resonates with those more moderate voters. Uh, his unfavorables are not not nearly as high as Mia Love's were right. uh, in the end of 2018. She was at 45% in October of 18. So it's not like he's lost as many people. So he's said a competitive pretty good uh, position right there, but he can't lose any of those. And he has to find that key issue.
1: Okay, there we go. Well, this is the the beginning of many conversations this week as uh, Deseret News and the Hinckley Institute of Politics roll out a brand new poll conducted just this past week. And uh, Jason, always appreciate your insight. This fourth congressional is going to be one to watch uh, and uh, just so indicative of where things are here in the state of Utah. Thanks, Boyd. All right. We'll have Jason back as we go through the week. As I mentioned, uh, this is just brand new polling. Uh, hot off the press uh, with the deseret news and Hinckley institute of politics and uh, we have much more to release and uh, continue to watch that on deseret.com and right here on ksl news radio we'll continue to follow all of that okay we're going to go ahead and take a quick break Uh, when we come back we're going to talk about the essential many of you know i've been working on uh, some essentialism with our good friend uh, greg McEwen. we'll uh, talk to him in just a moment stay with us on ksl news radio